you are now tuned in and therefore positioned to become undeniable in your pursuit of personal, professional, and spiritual excellence. And I mean, hopefully you are pursuing excellence, but if you're not, you have come to the right place. Welcome to this stupendous episode of Become Undeniable. I am your host, Brad Austin, keeping it real no matter whose feelings it hurts, while simultaneously providing undeniable value every step of the way. Man, I am stoked to be here. Stoked, I tell you. And it's only episode two, right? Can you imagine what's coming? Man, maybe I shouldn't have downed that energy drink before, but what the heck, we're rolling with it, right? What? Anyway, rather than continuing to tell you how stoked I am, let's get the value flow rolling, all right? Diving right in. Now, I didn't mention this in the first episode because really I wanted to stay focused on what this show was going to be about and what you could expect from it. But little about me, I am an entrepreneur myself. I am the founder and CEO of a tech startup called Focus Loop. Now, what does Focus Loop do? Well, Focus Loop eliminates the problem of ineffective digital ads and makes it stupid easy for companies to find their ideal customers learn about their interests, then market directly to only identified customers anytime for less than the cost of a few clicks, but with zero wasted marketing dollars. Zero. All right. Now, Focus Loop was created to fix a marketing landscape that has become increasingly unfair and extremely difficult for SMBs to compete in. All right. Now, when I say SMBs, I know most of you may know, but some of you may not. SMBs means that small to mid-sized businesses, all right? So like most things that you that can give you an upper hand in business, the ability to hone in on your customers with marketing that actually works is off limits if you don't have basically an unlimited marketing budget. And let's face it, SMBs always, always, always have limited budgets, which leaves the Fortune 500 companies with the upper hand by default. I mean, that's just a fact, Jack. So here comes Focus Loop to save the day, giving SMBs a real alternative to stop wasting money on useless clicks and impressions that go nowhere and trade that for actionable data, actual sales, and the unique ability to always know why. Imagine if you're a small business listening to this, knowing why someone didn't take advantage of your offer, why someone didn't respond, what all the whys that you keep wondering over and over again that are inherent with marketing. With Focus Loop, you always know the why. We give you that power, all right? Now, big search and social media companies have made marketing so difficult. And if there's one thing I do know, it's that business owners did not get into business to have to become content creators, copywriters, or marketing experts, all right? They should have an alternative that's affordable and effective, that doesn't require them to constantly produce content, build out expensive sales funnels, or hire a marketing agency to do it all at, yes, of course, an additional expense, all right? So Focus Loop is that solution, and a whole lot more, honestly. But honestly, I, I didn't intend for this episode to be a long ad for Focus Loop, right? So let's get to business. <laughs> so you want to be an entrepreneur, huh? I think it's great, honestly, because quite frankly, we need more of us. We need more people that are actually willing to get out there, take the risk, and put themselves on the line to try to bring value to the marketplace. 
I mean, I'm all for it, but before you go all in on the entrepreneurship roller coaster, and it will be, you should be prepared to endure what's ahead, which is the purpose of this episode, to get you prepared. All right. There are many, many of you might be listening and might be contemplating getting into the marketplace. I'm hoping to provide value for you in that regard. So, so many podcasts that I've listened to. All right. Well, let me take that back. Quite frankly, almost all of the shows that I've listened to that I thought were going to provide me with empowering information that would actually help push my efforts forward turned out to be just huge letdowns. People get so caught up in the stories, but by the time they're done with the stories, there's very little time left to get into the empowering takeaways. And if they do try to spend a little time on the good stuff, right? The action, action items are like a toothless chihuahua, all bark and no bite, all right? Now, I'm well aware of the importance of story, believe me. But if you're anything like me, you've tuned in because the name of the show led you to believe that you were going to come away with some knowledge that you didn't have before and actionable steps to help you accomplish something, right? But no, no, why would you get that, right? No, the show ends and you're left with info that you already knew and you wasted at least 30 minutes of your valuable time. Sweet, sweet's what I wanna do. My goal here is to provide you with information that actually does, does empower you, right? With detailed steps on how you can take that info and apply it to create impactful change in your life and in your business. So now I wanna talk about the hardest work you will ever have to do. And I'm just gonna cut straight to the chase here. If you're not a thinker, using that noggin up there, if you're not a thinker, you better learn to become one and like it, all right? You're starting a business, you will be the chief solutions officer on day one. You'll also have to try to be a mind reader as well. Why do I say that? Well, because you're going to have to figure out what your customers will want to determine what your initial product should look like, all right? And then you have to go build some semblance of that product in the form of an MVP, also known as a minimum viable product, and hope that your customers like it as much as you think they should. Guess what though? They ain't going to, which leads me to my next point. And that is that you better shake off your freaking ego, leave it behind and replace it with as much humility as you can find. All right. Nothing will crush the soul of an egotistical prick more than a potential customer telling them that their product sucks. All right. Because they just knew that everyone was going to want their product. I mean, after all, they spent all this time, worked so hard to finally get a product out there. They just knew it was going to be a hit. And here's why I'm telling you to have this in check before you start, because this can be a devastating venture killing blow. Why? Because so many people aren't strong enough to actually withstand that kind of a knockout and get back up, right? You got to have grit if you're getting in this game. <sighs> grit is a whole podcast episode all by itself, and I promise you we will get there. But for now, all right? If you're prepared for the rejection and know that it's part of the game, then you'll be a purpose-driven duck, letting the rejection and disappointment roll off your back as you push forward in purpose, all right? Here's another idea. Why not go out and pre-prove your concept, right? Have conversations with people that would be your customers. Meet with them 
and ask them flat out if your product is something that their company would find value in and pay for. I promise they'll tell you. If they say no, ask them what would make it a product they would again, they would use, right? Again, they will tell you. Then get their cards and ask them, ask if you can show them your product when it's ready, right? Guess what else you're doing at the same time that you're doing all that I just spoke of? You probably guessed this already, but you're actually building a customer list for when your product is ready. How valuable is that, right? Number two, you're getting practice on how to set meetings and how to get meetings, right? Number three, you're learning how to talk to your customers and developing your sales process early, okay? Number four, you're building a network of valuable contacts, right? Everybody in business knows the value of having a network, all right? Now, let's talk about the concept of ABM. You've heard of uh, ABC, right? Always be closing. Uh, here in this instance, I'm talking about always be moving, right? Now, here's some reality for you. Make sure, do not be a slacker like I was for so long, all right? There is so much more that I could have done that would have propelled me forward that, and actually would have drastically reduced the time it took me to get to market, all right? The problem was that I just didn't know this information that I'm sharing with you. I didn't even know this stuff, right? But that's the point. I could have been spending time researching various subjects, learning different, learning some things, and then implementing them to get further along. I should have, I mean, I should have better educated myself, truthfully, much sooner. And in all likelihood, I would have been much better off. Now, I'm not afraid to tell you on the spiritual side here, I've had to come to terms with why things didn't get get going for me sooner. Sure, some of it's my fault, but I don't think it would have happened anyway because of, of what I'm about to say, you know, or why my business is basically just now getting off the ground in some aspects. I mean, I've had to mature and realize that my timing was not God's timing. And as a person of faith, you learn how to accept God's timing. And it is a hard pill to swallow, man. This, <laughs> my, my journey with, with Focus Loop is over 12 years in the making, all right? And looking back now, I can see why Focus Loop didn't get built back then. Honestly, it was just too early for such a model. So getting blocked was God's way of protecting me, I believe. And of course, in teaching me some valuable lessons. But now the landscape has changed, right? And it is being primed for a model like Focus Loop, right? Big search and social media companies have been exposed and people are now aware of their shady practices of stealing our personal data and making a huge profit from it for years and years and years, all right? It's also no secret that digital marketing just sucks, all right? It's well known that for search and social media ads to have any chance of being effective, companies have to spend thousands of dollars per month, month after month after month, for at minimum six months before you're able to potentially, quote unquote, dial in on your potential customers, all right? And we're not talking about a couple grand here either. You need to spend at minimum five to $10,000 per month, right? Just to dial in. Even if marketing, even the marketing agencies I've spoken to have expressed their frustration in not being able to provide better results for their clients, right? When small businesses fork out those valuable marketing dollars, they want results. It's just the way it is, right? But unfortunately, you can't do much with clicks and impressions. And you can't get enough clicks and impressions on limited marketing budgets to even go anywhere. 
right? Big tech, big tech companies have no incentive to change because they are the digital marketing space. They are the space. A few companies are the space. Think about it. Why would they bother improving their product when basically everyone is using it already? What alternative do SMBs have? I mean, you got to go where the people are, right? Wrong. You have to go where your customers are, not to a platform that lets the general public just scroll away your ad budget over and over and over again, right? I mean, I guess you can keep killing yourself to constantly put content out there, learn how to be a copywriter, etc., in the hopes that you'll actually exist to someone at some point when they scroll, or you can easily find your exact customers and learn as much as you want about them before you market to them for the cost of a few useless, for the cost of a few useless clicks. That's a focus we can do. But moving on, honestly, this could easily turn into a three-hour show, but I won't do that to you today or most likely ever. Right? But there is one more thing I'd like to share with you before I close out this episode, and that's the power of awareness and pivoting. All right. I'm going to share my thoughts about this in the form of telling you the true story of our recent pivot at Focus Loop. All right Now, when you're in the early stages, it's a lot easier to be more aware of things. At least it has been for me. All right. Anyway, because it's, it's still pretty early for us, we are in this place where we have very limited development resources. All right. We have our product in place, but it's still not complete by my standards, which is to say that if it were more complete, we wouldn't have near as many limitations. All right. Anyway, being very aware of these limitations, I've had to figure out how not just how to not just work with what we have, but also to position ourselves in such a way that would attract a wider customer base. Right. Now, while Focus Loop is indeed a full spectrum marketing, market research, customer acquisition solution, we aren't fully ready to market ourselves as such, mainly due to our limited development resources, just how it is, right? So I came up with this idea that we should only offer consumer insight research for a little while rather than offering the whole enchilada up front. It just made sense. I mean, because that product I can definitely provide, that product is definitely in place, right? We could shift our sales focus to target mainly market research companies and marketing agencies, which would simplify our sales outreach efforts too in the process, right? We could generate revenue by helping those companies save a ton, ton of money on their consumer insight research and at the same time, cut their turnaround time for providing that data to their clients by at least 30%, or I mean, I should say, sorry, by at least 80%, all right? Now, if we come across customers that still wanna use us for their customer acquisition efforts, we can accommodate them, depending on certain factors, but for now we're staying focused on the consumer insight side of things for a bit. And we'll just roll out the other features one by one when they're fully ready, which gives us additional opportunities to create excitement around those releases, drawing more attention to us, right? So the last thing I wanna share, which I thought was this past thing, but nope, I got one more thing, it's on my mind, I gotta share. And it actually piggybacks on the aforementioned topic uh, of, of learning to become a thinker. And that is that you will need to become a creative thinker. All right. Now, no, I, I know you're going to say it's Brad. I, we, you hear this all the time. Cliche, yada, yada. Just bear with me. Okay. Again, I want to go a little deeper than the cliches. The last thing I want to do on this show is give, give people freaking platitudes. That's not, that's not what I'm here for. So many times people aren't able to get 
real creative because they hit a roadblock in their efforts. And then they duplicate that roadblock in their mind for some reason. All right. I know it's a pretty natural reaction. I know that it's happened to me. It's happened to all of us. Right. But you have to train yourself to pivot to solutions mode automatically so that you don't waste any time and disappointment, or at least you limit it drastically. Right. Remember, disappointment is a negative emotion and negative emotions can suck the drive out of you which accomplishes nothing, right? Actually, it does accomplish one thing. It wastes your freaking time, right? But now that you, when you take that information and now that you've trained yourself to remove wasteful limitations, you can now let it all fly, all right? Now, here's what you'll want to do. You'll want to go consume your favorite energy drink, lock yourself in a distraction-free creative space, and go to town with the ideas, right? There are no bad ideas. Let it ride. Let it let it fly. Put it on the whiteboard if you have one. Put it on paper. Do what you got to do, right? I mean, now, I personally would suggest staying away from big picture visioning in these sessions because let's face it, that's easy, right? We can all vision, you know, driving Bentleys together down the A1A here in Miami and just hanging out in the sun, That all that good stuff. And the rap video where, where you're flipping the money out your hands, we got all that. That's that's easy to do if that's your if that's your forte, if that's what you if that's what you want. But you'll probably want to brainstorm different features, concepts, value props, or whatever else separately, and then work on bringing it all together after. All right, just just personal tip because when you're doing this, make sure you always keep your end user and customer in mind. That's that is a whole separate mind shift in itself. Now you'll probably you're probably saying, "Duh, Brad!" Right? <laughs> when you hear that, keep your customer in mind. Yeah, of course. Everybody says it. Very few do it in the beginning, and a lot of times, very few don't do it when they get out there. But when there is a reason why companies never get it right the first time at first release, and why achieving product market fit as early as possible is such a priority. All right. So, man, I I could just keep going. I really could. <laughs> But again, we're going to get into other things later. We're going to get, to get into a lot more of this, so make sure you tune in, right? For now, that's going to be it for this episode. Again, could have kept going, but stay tuned for upcoming shows and, and make sure you continue to tune in. Now, it is my hope that you enjoyed this episode, that it brought you some undeniable value, right? Things that you can take away and implement right now that will produce positive changes, right? In the event, the rare event, that you did not hear any beautiful nuggets that were undeniably value to you, simply send me an email and I'll gladly refund your money back every single penny, no problem, right? Otherwise, pay it forward and send this show to people you know, right? By doing so, you're providing value to them and actually doing them a favor, even if they don't know it yet, right? They may hear something in this episode that gives them the kick in the ass to get out there and start doing something themselves, right? That's the value. That's what you want people to do. We need more people doing that. Get off the couch, turn off Netflix, turn off whatever it is, and get to business, right? Get a business going. Provide value to, value to other people. It will be rewarding one way or another, all right? Remember, you cannot become undeniable if you are uninformed. So bless up, mom, and I'm out.